When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. The Phil Hay Monday Club is brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors. There's a 15% discount exclusive to this show if you head to levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash Monday Club. 15% off on the big three. That's what the kids are calling it. Wills, probates, and conveyancing. Otherwise, 10% off your legal fees on everything else. Levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash Monday Club. Or call up Levi's and quote Monday Club to get your discount now. The Square Ball Podcast. Hello there and welcome to the show. Dan here from the Square Ball along with Phil Hay from The Athletic. Same show, different home. Is that how we're going to build this one, Phil? Um, same show, less good behaviour, something like that. You're technically, you're my guest now, aren't you? Rather than us being yeah. on the athletics payroll. So um, just don't say all that libelous stuff that you normally say. Um, off yeah, air. like in Alan Partridge from I can see <laughs> fucking Fanny and things like that, yeah. <laughs> right, getting us off to the start that we, uh, we, <laughs> we dearly hoped for. Yeah, this is uh, the Phil Hay Monday Club. Thank you for joining us. We're going to set ourselves a little challenge to keep it nice and punchy on a Monday, aren't we? And that is to try and rattle it off in 15 minutes and not a second longer. It can be done. It can definitely be done. And if we find that we have to talk for too long, we'll we'll elongate this and maybe go for a bit longer. But let's let's give it a go now, shall we then? So you 15 minutes to talk about, well, God, we've got the Arsenal game and we've got to preview Forest. So your 15 minutes starts now, Phil. Wow, right. Well, Saturday, Arsenal... Good plan from Gracia, I thought. I did think that the way they set up was a little bit surprising with Christensen in midfield, but I sort of understood A, having a bit more muscle in there, B, um, having a, a three across midfield to congest the middle, but also to give you some cover out wide as well. And C, the, the idea that you were going to have to, you're going to have to soak up a lot of pressure and concede a fair amount of possession to, to Arsenal. I think what Gracia said on Thursday ahead of the game was was right. Defensively, you need to be perfect. You need to accept that they're going to have a lot of the ball. And for 30 minutes, it it worked pretty well, I thought. It wasn't as if Arsenal were getting through. It wasn't as if they were particularly peppering Melier. Leeds had had a couple of good chances. And I think it, the game had developed to the point where the grass had wanted to see it get to, where actually Leeds were starting to, to um, have a go in return and, and to open up things on the counter. But then you give away the penalty, um, which I think was a penalty can probably argue about it being soft, but there's definite contact there and, and VAR isn't going to overturn that. And as soon as that happens, you, your plan is blown, really, and even more so when you concede as Leeds did at the start of the second half. And I think what Gracia said about, you know, first and foremost, that Arsenal needing to be defensively perfect was absolutely right. Leeds won. Um, I don't think they were ever likely to be, if truth be told. 
And I know into that they they lost the game, but I have to say Arsenal look incredibly strong. Is it a little bit? I think of a feeling of inevitability down there about the title. I think they really really fancy it and really think that that it's in in their hands. So one of those really where I think you have to come away saying it was always long odds down there, and quite honestly, this week Forest and Palace back to back. This is this is it really, isn't it? On the penalty, I asked the question on the match ball. And actually, I asked, would we want it? And the answer was yes. But would we have given been given that? I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say yes, you would, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to put the, the tinfoil hat on for a second and uh, dive into the conspiracy theories. But you could imagine, if that was the other way around, we would have wanted the penalty. Would we have got it? Hmm. Would you have got it at the Emirates is probably a, a more reasonable question to ask. If we go back to Semedo at Molyneux, I don't think that the contact was as obvious there as it was with Ailing, But... These are all the sort of marginal calls that I think people have found harder and harder to read because sometimes VAR doesn't seem to be able to to show that it reads it that consistently either. I think Gracia had it right afterwards where he said, look, there's, there's contact, so absolutely you can award that as a penalty. But you can probably say, you know, in, in the opinion of a lot of people, there probably wasn't enough contact for him to go down as he did. But fact remains if if you dangle a leg out like that if you catch him on the kneecap you're, you're asking for it aren't you and it was it was one of the few occasions actually in that first half hour where Leeds had, had been exposed they were trying hard to make Arsenal play out wide and, and to avoid them coming through the middle but they were also doing a good job up to that point of making sure that neither Ailing or Thurpo had been particularly exposed one-on-one there'd been one occasion where Martinelli had got in behind Ailing and, and then overrun the ball out for a goal kick. That was that was the point where it, it seemed as if you know the, the structure had broken apart momentarily. But other than that, it had been really solid. And I think as well, frustratingly, and it's not the first time we've said this this season, I could feel the Emirates starting to feel the need for a goal with half an hour gone. You could you could just sense that shift in mood from you know we're we're top of the league, we're confident we're going to dominate this game, we'll be fine to actually, if we're going to be fine, we could do with getting ahead here and, and do with taking proper control of this, even though they had a lot of the ball, you know, the, the chances weren't flowing. But then it's a penalty, it's an easy goal for Jesus. It completely changes the dynamic of the game. And I've got to say, at 2-0 early in the second half, that felt immediately like game over, which it was. Yeah, my notes around 30 minutes were the Somerville chance and then Arsenal restless, which was that moment where you thought, aha, this makes sense yeah. to me to me now because I think a lot of people saw that team sheet that Javi put out and you thought, really? And then actually when you watched what we did in that opening half hour and we probably looked like the better side, it was it was frustrating then to concede the penalty but up until that point, about half an hour in, you saw exactly what the game plan was yeah. and, and and how it was working. What, what do you reckon to Gracia tactically so far, not just this game but overall? I, I'm quite impressed, yeah. I, I thought tactically it was pretty clever on Saturday um, I actually understood the team I know Chris I think I understood it more once they took to the field and it was a three across midfield I think had it been a two in, in the sort of usual formation of four two three one, and it had been rocking Christensen in there I think I'd have been really worried and I'd, I'd have felt that, that that was asking for trouble I think with the three as I say there was just a little bit more muscle and strength in there and I think even in the absence of a, an out and out centre forward by playing people like Aronson and Somerville, you you were putting pace and legs in the team, which meant that given that you were aiming to counter-attack and you were going to be conceding a lot of the ball, you, you kind of had the right attributes on the pitch um, to be able to make the most of the possession that, that you got. And you're right, the Somerville chance was a, a really good one. The Harrison chance wasn't a bad one at all, although by the time he was striking the ball, he was too wide really to, um, to properly 
cause Ramsdale any any difficulty. But I think there was that feeling that actually the game was suddenly becoming more even. You could sense it in the crowd. You definitely could round about us. I mean, the penalty was just you know perfect timing for Arsenal, worst possible timing for, for Gracia. And there weren't a huge amount of tactical switches after that point. He didn't immediately abandon the plan. Even at 2-0, 3-0, it wasn't as if it was a you know a complete rewrite of what was going on. I got the sense, probably quite sensibly, really, that he was starting to think about what was ahead of him this week and to manage the squad accordingly. And I think to you know, to a point, you've got to take your medicine at Arsenal, haven't you? They are so good at the Emirates, they are so good generally. And I think it was again, it was evident on on Saturday that they have a lot of players who are playing at their absolute peak at the moment. Um, and it means that even when even when they have points where they struggle in a game, even where they have half hours where they're not brilliant, they, they do find a way and that's what tends to win you the title. Coming round for, uh, for seven or eight minutes left, Phil, so we better press on with this. In terms of that game management, the squad management, and there's a certain amount of just you know, taking your medicine, as you put it. Do you understand frustrations with that, with people who want to see us go out there and try and win every game? Or is it just a case of being realistic? I think it's a case of being realistic, particularly because you have a... Uh, you know, a manager in who, you know, you wouldn't call him an interim manager, but at the moment it's an appointment to the end of the season. And it's a, a coach who's who's taken this on very late in the day towards the end of February. Um, you know, not a lot of scope to change things. Even the international break, he was saying himself, there are a lot of players away. So it's not as if you have a full squad there for two weeks who you, you crack the whip with. I understand him trying to, you know, play the percentages somewhere like Arsenal. I think I would I would think I would appreciate frustration more if against Forest tomorrow or against Palace at the weekend, the tactics were the same, the, the choice of personnel was the same, because I think Leeds have to take both of those games to the clubs who who are coming. And you would you would like to think, and I suspect this will be borne out, you would like to think that the way in which Saturday was managed will allow him to roll out a few more big guns tomorrow night against Forest, you know, to put Rodrigo in there, to to have a bit more attacking threat, um, to play a bit more on the front foot and and I guess to to concede less possession than they did. I, I think that's what it, how it will go. I think that's what he'll do with the team. I think it will be more aggressive. It will probably be more recognisable. But I find it hard to, to criticise what went on at Arsenal. I just think, again, it was a lack of execution in key moments. And, and there was just a deficit, wasn't there, between the quality of Arsenal and the quality of Leeds. And, and that's where Leeds are. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And to Tuesday then. The big one, isn't it? This one, given the other results, the shape of the table leads at the time of recording just uh, outside the relegation zone on goal difference. Everton are due to play tonight. Uh, How do you feel going into sort of Monday, Tuesday? It wasn't a great weekend for results. It wasn't terrible. Um, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. This is a game Leeds have got to win. I, I feel like they need to take at least four points from, from this week, but probably six, realistically. Forest are extraordinarily bad away from home. I mean, really way out on their own in terms of how little they, they tend to get from away games. And and I think what stands out more than anything, not so much the the, the solitary win, on the road because you know Leeds aren't so different Leeds have won twice they've lost 10 games away from from Ellen Road so not great themselves but Forrest have scored four goals in all the in all that time this season four goals away from home so it clearly is a problem for them and, and they've never quite got it together but this is one of those nights isn't it I was saying in them um, in the piece this morning it's that kind of weight loss contents of stomach loss routine that Ellen Road has seemed to become pretty familiar with over the last couple of years. And it will be tense. It will definitely be tense. I think this will probably be, with the exception of Southampton, I suppose, this will probably be Gracia's first experience of, of how it can be at Leeds when the pressure's really on. You know, those nights where you 100% have to deliver. There won't be much in the way of excuses if this one goes wrong. I absolutely love these nights at Allen Road. And unfortunately, I'm not going to be there because we're away for the week as of this afternoon. So I'm uh, I'm going to miss this one. I think people do love them deep down, don't they? They hate them, they love them. But then that's football to a large degree. And I think the way you feel about these games always depends on how you come out at the end of them. You know, it was like Southampton. Southampton was tense. There was a, a lot riding on it. Really, really high stakes. And in the end, when they, they get that goal, football scores and, and Leeds win it, it feels like a, a, a the sort of afternoon that you want from from football. But if it goes wrong tomorrow night, there'll be huge pressure on Leeds. They really will, and I think I think they'll understand that that the next you know this this passage has to go well for them. It really does have to go well for them. They, they're not far enough out of it by any stretch, and they won after Wolves. I think that was the point. You know, they moved up the table, but the reason they moved up the table so far is because of how unbelievably tight it is. Really big win for Palace against Leicester at the weekend, and and that does, you know, that does them a huge favour. I wouldn't say it totally takes them out of it, but it's, it will start to make them feel like they've got some some decent breathing space and and a bit of a cushion now. But for Leeds, that just isn't there at the moment. It could be by the end of the week, but I think Grassi will know himself that he needs a big one. And it is a huge week. Can you remember a week of this magnitude uh, in Leeds United's recent history? Well, since last year. <laughs> since last year that's how, that's how it feels um, yeah I mean going back to the promotion season you know the, there were points in that where you felt under Bielsa where you felt as if it, it had to fall into place at, at various points I think even Swansea away you know with the, the late Hernandez goal when I look back at the results in the table and everything around that it looks actually as if Leeds were comfortable and as if Leeds were always going to do it and if you know because the margin was as it was in the end it wasn't as if the the you know the stakes felt extraordinarily high that everything was riding on that one game, but it did feel like it at the time. I remember being down at, at the Liberty Stadium with you know seconds to go and it being nil nil and thinking 
it's not a terrible result this but it's not great and you know it just it, it's not going to make everybody back home think oh we're, we're home and hosed and then Hernandez scores and, and it makes it you know it makes a massive difference and suddenly you feel like you're pretty much at the finishing line six points from, from these two games would take Leeds past 30 points and then I think you do start to smell the finishing line you know that you don't actually need that much more before you're, you're almost there but if it's a low return from this week then it will feel a long long way away and they're a, a little bit like Arsenal on Saturday. There are other games coming up that Leeds will struggle to get much from, thinking of the Etihad and, and others like it. And I, I just hope that what we've been saying about Gracia, you know, the, the kind of expectation with his coaching regime that you might get more from the games that you expect to get something from and potentially less from the games that, that look, you know, look more unrewarding. I just hope that's how it, how it turns out to be. A fraction under two minutes to go, Phil. So I want to quickly get your thoughts on Leicester and Chelsea both changing bosses in the last 24 hours. I think it's been coming. been coming for probably quite a long time for Rodgers. And you could tell that the reason Leicester was sticking it out a bit like, I think, West Ham with Moyes is because Rodgers has a, a good track record there, um, has, has performed well up until this season. And I think they'll probably be minded to to assume that it was better the devil you know in, in those circumstances to, to stick with him and, and hope that, that he would see them through. But it was a really poor result for them on Saturday. And we were all sat in the press room afterwards at Arsenal saying, I think that'll be it for him. I, I'm not sure that they'll be able to, to sit on their hands anymore. They'll, they'll be too twitchy. And as for Potter at, at Chelsea... I understand why it's happened, but I feel sorry about the fact that it hasn't worked out for him because he seems like a good guy. He seems like a good coach. But again, that was on in the background at the Emirates as we were typing away after full time and it was not good. It was not good. I think there's probably a debate to be had about whether, despite the money spent, he's really been helped by the sheer number of players that have been thrown at him. You know, is is, is that the way to make a, a good team? But again, this has felt a little bit like it was inevitable, hasn't it? But he's going to pick up a really good job somewhere else. And I'm sure Rodgers will as well. They're, they're pretty sought after coaches. It's just that with Rodgers, it's, it's hit the end of the cycle at Leicester. And at Chelsea, it's gone for Potter in the way that it, it seems to go for so many Chelsea coaches. Two cycles this season, no less. Two in one season, wow. Well, it is, yeah, yeah, it is, and you know they're, they're talking. Well, seem to be talking about Nagelsmann next, who you know in his own right is a, a really talented coach and is going to pick up a squad that's got plenty of exceptional players in it. But the same pressure is going to come on immediately. You know, whoever takes this on there, I think it's different at Leicester, but at Chelsea, there is still going to be that expectation that the the amount of money spent equates to success to a certain level. And it was beyond Potter this season. I don't know whether in the longer term it would have been beyond him had they stuck with him and, and kind of seen this out. But I think the problem for him, and we saw this to an extent with Marsh at Leeds as well, was that the crowd have been unconvinced for quite a while. And once that happens, it becomes very difficult. There you go, Phil. Your 15 minutes are up. Oh, well done. We'll see if we can do that every week then. A, a nice, a bite-sized chunk intro to the week, I think, here on the uh, the Monday Club yeah, for sure. And um, we'll have plenty to chat about next Monday. I think that's safe to say. <laughs> yeah, a double episode. Two lots of 15 minutes. <laughs> there we go. Well, Phil, thank you for popping on this morning and we will catch up properly on the Phil Hay Show over on the Athletic Feed on Friday as we head in towards Easter and uh, reflections on Forest and previewing Crystal Palace. Biggie. Yes, absolute pleasure. I'll speak to you soon. Take it easy, Phil. We'll be back on this feed with the match ball after the Forest game on Tuesday night. Some propaganda and the weekly show coming later on in the week. Plus, look out for the Phil Hay Show. We will be reunited over there, Michael, myself and Phil, towards the back end of the week. 
We'll speak to you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag. A watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.